Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and we often talk about on this show the, the need to get comfortable having uncomfortable conversations because that's the only way we ever get to the crucial conversations that enable us to solve problems, to move forward, and to make positive things happen. Uh, and I'm very excited uh, for this next crucial conversation. It's a hard conversation, to be sure. Uh, this month, as we know, is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And uh, we are joined by two extraordinary individuals. Uh, we had the opportunity to have them uh, to our editorial board uh, here with Deseret News and KSL News Radio. Uh, these folks are working towards spreading awareness on this critical issue of sexual assault, breaking down barriers of communication, and most important, helping victims heal. Uh, the Unique Foundation is a, an extraordinary force for good in the world out there. Uh, they believe hope and healing are possible as they fight against childhood sexual abuse and then, as I said, uh, helping survivors recover uh, through just powerful processes and moving forward. So we're very excited to have Shalane Maxfield, who is the founder and president of the Unique Foundation, along with Chris Yaden, the executive director. Thanks to both of you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. And Shalane, let's let's yeah. start. Let's let's start with you and give us just a little uh, backstory in terms of the Unique Foundation and your approach to really fighting against uh, childhood sexual abuse and helping survivors. Um, the Unique Foundation actually came out of a desire to help survivors of childhood sexual abuse and kind of stems back to a promise my husband made to a dying friend when the two of them were going through cancer. Um, it just became very apparent to us that not enough was being done for survivors and my husband and I decided that we should be the ones to start doing something for them. Uh, so powerful and Chris why don't you uh, give us some uh, insight into the process to some of the services some of the communication and uh, messaging that you're doing. Definitely thanks Boyd. We we have two sides. We both offer healing services and prevention services. Our healing services are focused on adult women who are sexually abused as children, not because they're the only ones that need it, but because there is a significant need and opportunity to help uh, those that are suffering from PTSD. On the prevention side, we're really focused on empowering parents and primary caregivers to reduce the likelihood that their child will either be abused or that their child will abuse another so our, our services focus in those two main areas. Uh, and that's so important. Uh, it, it is important. Uh, we always talk about, uh, you know, being at the edge of the cliff and you can build the fence at the top or you can park the ambulances at the bottom. And, and you're actually doing both, uh, which I love. And uh, Shalane, let's have you uh, give us some insight in terms of kind of the uh, the top of the mountain there in terms of that communication with parents, uh, with caregivers and so on. Uh, what is What is the conversation that we should be having in terms of prevention that we're not? In my mind, it's all about the ongoing conversations that we have with our kids. They start at a very young age. 
we keep them age appropriate and it's not one big talk that we have at one time in their lives. It's these little ones along the way talking about anything from when you're changing a diaper and saying, having a conversation about who, when is it appropriate for somebody to touch you here and helping them understand it's very limited. Sometimes a doctor might have to look in that area when they need help getting cleaned, like these little tiny conversations at little ages, they're important. And then they progress as they get older. They go into consent when when they're getting a little bit older. And we're talking to them about their boundaries and, and things like slumber parties. It's just all the time we're having these conversations. And it's so important that we have them as they're little, as they're growing, to help them be empowered, to be able to protect themselves to be able to speak up, to know what's appropriate and what isn't, and to be able to come to us as their parents and and have these conversations with us about how they feel uncomfortable so we can help them navigate those situations. Yeah, it's so important that this is not a checklist. This is not a one-off thing that you can uh, do in a single sitting. Uh, this is a, a lifetime of communication and, and creating space uh, and confidence uh, and safety that you can have that kind of conversation Again, especially as uh, as our kids grow up and progress, as they have the you know slumber parties is a great example, and obviously what uh, happens on digital devices and uh, all of those kinds of things is is so vital to to make that an ongoing trust building, confidence boosting conversation is is so vital. Uh, Chris, tell tell me about some of the uh, specifics in terms of the services that uh, you offer uh, for survivors. Yeah, so we offer a retreat experience, which starts with four days in person and is followed by nine weeks online. And this is really designed to augment the individual therapy experience that a survivor may be going through. Individual therapy is critical uh, to healing, but by itself is usually not sufficient when it comes to trauma. There's other things that have to be added to a a big part of that is building a community with other survivors, uh, receiving solid education about how the trauma impacts both the brain and the body, and then exposing that survivor to many different methods of healing that they can engage in from the comfort of their own home. So our services really focus on uh, surrounding that individual therapeutic experience with all the other things that are critical to healing. In addition to that, we have follow-on services like uh, community-based support groups. They're called Finding Hope support groups where survivors can lead and participate in support groups led by survivors for survivors. Oh, that's fantastic. We'll put all of this up on our Facebook page today for Inside Sources here at KSL News Radio. Uh, Chris, get, give us uh, where else people can go to get additional information. Yeah, so two two major websites uh, where they can find the information, uniquefoundation.org, spelled Y-O-U-N-I-Q-U-E, and then defendinnocence.org. Defend Innocence is focused on the prevention. That's where parents want to go to learn. And uniquefoundation.org is where uh, survivors can go to seek healing services. Oh, fantastic. And uh, Shalane, I'll give you the last word on this one just in our final minute here. Uh, what, what's the uh, what's the therefore what component to this? What should we be doing? What are some things we can do today uh, to make a difference in this critical area? I think the overall message I want to share is that there's hope with this topic. So many people feel uncomfortable about it, but it's not going to get any better unless we're willing to talk about it. 
And when we feel like we've made a difference is when we can talk about this as comfortably as we talk about car seat safety. Yeah. It needs to be happening. The more secrecy there is, the bigger the problem there is. Oh, that's so important. That secrecy uh, really is uh, a big part of the problem. Uh, and the reason why we have to have these crucial conversations is to to shine the light on that and to let people know that it's safe. And when you do have, you get past the secrecy component, uh, that you can have a, a very different conversation about it. Right. All right. Uh, again, uh, big thanks to Shalane Maxfield and uh, Chris Yaden from the Unique Foundation. Uh, it is Sexual Assault uh, Awareness Month, and this is so important. Uh, we need to, to do both parts of what Shalane and Chris have been telling us about in this segment today, that we need to make sure we're, we're out in front everywhere we can be, having conversations that matter and that bring clarity uh, to this. And then we also have things to support the survivors and those who are going through recovery uh, as part of this. Shalane and Chris, thanks so much for joining us on Inside Sources today. We'll have you back real soon. All right, then uh, we're going to go ahead and step aside for uh, bottom of the hour news now. Uh, much more to come. That's a, that's a tough conversation. That can be an uncomfortable conversation, but it's one of the conversations we simply have to get comfortable with for our kids, for our grandchildren, and for the survivors. Help us do that on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.